Steve Dale back with you. Steve Dale's Other World on WGN. You know, this is a topic that actually you asked me to talk about. So here I am talking about it. Pet insurance. I said that. Pet insurance. There are some of you that probably don't even know it exists. Jenna Carzoli is the customer experience. We're going to have an experience then. Supervisor with Figo Pet Insurance. Welcome to WGN, Jenna. Hi, Steve. Thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, and you're a certified veterinary technician, so you're going to have to sit through a speech. (laughs) All through the pandemic and even before then, uh, it's not veterinarians that run veterinary medicine. It's technicians. And without technicians, I don't think that most people who have a pet even, and certainly those who don't, have no clue the contribution on a daily basis, the vast array of what certified, registered, and licensed technicians do on a daily basis. And, you know, I was so gratified. There was a, uh, there was a show, and it was shown on NBC, ABC, and CBS uh, sort toward the beginning of the pandemic. And all these entertainers sang songs, and Michelle Obama came on, and Laura Bush came on. And first Michelle Obama spoke, and she primarily thanked, I don't remember who, maybe the construction workers or maybe the, the, the trash collectors, whoever, uh, the doctors. And then Laura Bush, after Michelle Obama spoke and thanked two or three professions, she, the first one out of her mouth, were veterinarians. And I'm sure that if she had thought about it, she would have thanked technicians as well. It's the technicians that were going to the cars to get those animals and bring them into the clinic. And on a daily basis, as I say, go above and beyond. Technicians do not make enough money. They certainly don't make a lot of money. They do it because they love it. So that is the speech. And my two words to you as a technician, thank you. Thanks so much, Steve. Yeah, we definitely are, you know, the nurses for the pets, the ones that are on the front lines. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's very special. And like you said, it really comes with just having a really big passion and love for our furry friends, right? That's that's at the core of it all. So what is pet insurance? <laughs> yeah, pet insurance um, is definitely new in the last decade and definitely evolving as time goes on. And it's really meant to offer coverage for those unexpected accidents, illnesses, and injuries. You know, we we never want a pet parent to have to choose between their pet's life and their financial well-being. And so pet insurance is there for, you know, a safety net for you. If your dog's running in the backyard and breaks a leg, your first thought isn't, oh my God, this is going to be $5,000. Your first thought is, let's get my, my, my dog, my cat into a good veterinarian's hands and start treatment and do whatever we have to um, for them to make a good recovery. And it takes that financial aspect out of that. Well, and the hope is going even further to prevent what is called economic euthanasia, where I just, my dog was hit by a car, say, maybe something more significant than a broken leg or has cancer or, or my cat has heart disease and is now in heart failure, whatever, and I can't afford the treatment, this prevents the even hopefully thinking about euthanizing because you can't afford the treatment, which is a tragedy. Euthanization, there's a time and a place for it, for sure. And at times, I think that's the best thing we can do and should do at the right time, but not for economic reasons alone. No, and and I really agree with that statement. You know, being a veterinarian technician for, oh, five or six years, you know, 
I I did have to see those hard things. I did have to see pet parents come in and say, we don't have $7,000 for this surgery and not have pet insurance. And they do have to make that decision for economic euthanasia. And it's really, it's really what pushed my drive to want to get into pet insurance is because I wanted to be on the forefront to educate those pet parents that you do have options, you do have resources, especially something like pet insurance to avoid economic euthanasia. So I definitely I definitely agree with that. You know, people get pet insurance and then they complain that they didn't use it, which strikes me as strange. I understand what they're saying, but it's like, I have car insurance, darn it. I wish I had gotten into a really bad accident so I could have used it. Yeah, it, that's very common. At FIGO Pet Insurance, um, we actually offer a diminishing deductible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? I don't know what that means. Yeah. So what that means is every year that you don't file a claim, which if you don't file a claim, your your pet has been very healthy, we lower your annual deductible what? by $50. Until it reaches zero. And that is our way for rewarding those pet parents for having healthy pets. Now, if you have to file a claim for an accident, illness, and injury, that's what we're there for. But we also reward those pet parents who've had a very healthy pet. And so that's where we find that happy middle ground of being able to accommodate both when an accident, illness, or injury happens or on the other end, when, when your pet has been really healthy for a couple of years. This is actually news to me. I had never... I didn't know. I don't know that other pet insurance companies do that. That's wonderful. I had not heard about that. 312-981-7200. Your calls, your text, we're happy to take them. By the way, coming up in a little bit, uh, Jenna, did you watch I Love Lucy? The reruns? I mean, you weren't around when they first aired in the 1950s. I know that. But the second, no, the third, no, probably the eighth time around did you did you watch any of them (laughs) yes i have watched plenty of reruns of i love lucy it's like who hasn't well lucille ball's secretary is going to be here later in the program but we'll talk pet insurance when we come back 117 on wgn steve dale's other world on wgn Uh, jim meskimen is an actor uh, uh, you, you probably don't know his name, but you sure would know his face. And he's in a movie coming up uh, on Stars with Julia Roberts, and it's the Martha Mitchell story. Uh, and you know, through about Watergate and all that. I mean, I was pretty young at the time, but uh, as, as I was watching some clips, and oh, I kind of remember that, or I kind of remember those names, you know, in the news, and it's. Boy, it was so interesting, and he is so good. We'll we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about his very famous mother. Uh, all of that right here on WGN, but right now we're talking pet insurance, and Jenna Carzoli is with FIGO Pet Insurance. So is there something that might be a red flag for you, for your pet, that you should look out for and say, okay, I don't want that, but here's something I do want. Do you understand kind of what I'm asking? Yeah. So when I um, I purchased pet insurance um, for my pets, and there were there were three things that I was looking for. Now, every pet is unique, and their insurance should be too. So Figo does have customizable policies that are tailored to fit your and your pet's needs. With that being said, um, the number one thing I looked for coverage for was for exam fees and consultations. Consultations 
are very, very expensive, especially when you have to see a specialist of some sort. So making sure that those are are included in coverage. So just like I want to explain what you mean. Yeah. So, so just like human medicine, there are veterinary neurologists, veterinary cardiologists, mm-hmm. veterinary oncologists, uh, veterinary, and the list goes on of a dentist even. Uh, I, what would be eyes? That would be ophthalmologist. Yep. Uh, and, and, as I said, the list goes on. I mean, but they're specialists. And you have to wait a bit for, for an appointment typically. And once you get in, it's not like seeing your veterinarian, your general practice veterinarian. It can be a bit costly. So the fact that that's covered apparently is a yeah. wonderful thing. Yeah, I'll never forget my... But that's different than human medicine because in human medicine, you're not always encouraged, I don't think, to see that specialist. And you have to get permission almost from the insurance company and explain this because this is very different. And I'm sorry to interrupt where you were going here. It's okay. Uh, but in veterinary medicine, this is one of the big differences, I think, is that uh, medicine is not driven by the insurance company, but rather by the veterinarians. In human medicine, it's become, sadly, where it's almost driven by uh, what the this test? Well, you can't get it because you just had it six months ago and the insurance company says you have to wait eight months. Or the insurance company says you can't have it at all. Yeah. So at FIGO, your coverage is solely based off the doctor's medical records and the doctor's notes, right? So what that means is if your pet has diabetes and the doctor recommends a glucose glucose test and they want to repeat that test in three weeks, that's something that could be eligible for coverage under your policy because those are the doctor's recommendations. So you're right. It is a really big difference um, between, you know, from health insurance. Um, And so, that that's the nice part, right? Is that we get to rely on that medical professional to decide what the next step is for our pets, including seeing a specialist. So if the veterinarian says you need to see a veterinary behaviorist, a veterinary neurologist, whatever, that's okay. Yes, yeah, you you are able to do that. I'll never forget um, my rescue dog Addison tore her ACL a couple of years ago, and our consultation fee for an orthopedic surgeon was four hundred and twenty dollars just to get just to get in the door and get a consultation. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely something I think that's important to look for in pet insurance. Several text questions here, 312-981-7200. Several asking about cancer coverage. Yeah, so cancer can be eligible for coverage. Um, under it depends your- on the company, doesn't it, as to how they do it? Yeah, I mean, it differs in that something you'll definitely, I mean, I always recommend calling you know, that company's customer service team as though they're the experts on that policy. Um, For us, as long as cancer didn't happen prior to the policy or during the waiting periods, cancer can be covered. Removing the cancer can be covered. Biopsying the cancer can be covered. Now, when you say can be covered, are you talking about paying all of it? Are you talking about paying 3%? What are you talking about? Yeah, so I mentioned before, FIGO has customizable policies. So with us, you can actually choose between 70% reimbursement, 80%, 90%, even 100%. And you can also choose your deductibles. So it's really going to depend on the plan that you have for your pet to what extent that cancer treatment is going to be eligible. Uh, and and you bring up uh, pre-existing conditions. There's a question here about exactly that. Yeah, so pre-existing conditions are actually defined individually by each different pet insurer. Um, FIGO's definition of a pre-existing condition is any condition that starts prior to the purchase of the policy or during the waiting periods. And now, 
I'm guessing your next question might be, well, what are waiting periods? Um, so on our policies, we have a one-day waiting period for accidents, a 14-day waiting period for illnesses, and a six-month waiting period for orthopedic conditions for dogs that can be waived by having your vet sign off on a form. What about uh, conditions that might be breed-specific potentially? So if uh, the Orthopedic Foundation of America has not checked which they do for hips in a, say, Labrador retriever. And you get that Labrador retriever, which labs do sometimes get hip, hip dysplasia, uh, and that happens. And then I go to the insurance company, and I say, now I've got a four-year-old dog, has hip dysplasia. Do you say, ah, oh, we don't cover that because that happens in labs? No, no, not at all. In fact, FIGO Pet Insurance offers coverage for congenital and hereditary conditions. So exactly like what you said, a a breed who is prone to hip dysplasia, those can still be covered as long as it's not notated prior to the purchase of a policy. Now, now the way I think about pet insurance today is that uh, there are are two different uh, sort of formulas. One is we cover everything, and that includes wellness exams, that includes vaccines, not paying 100%, but generally they pay 40 to 60%, I'm approximating there. The other sort of formula is more like, but not exactly what you describe, which is for uh, injuries or illness as it happens, and not for routine care, Uh, which, have I got that right, first of all? Does it fall into that kind of, those two areas? And if so, where does FIGO fall? Yeah. So our base policy focuses on those unexpected accidents, illnesses, and injuries. Um, We do have an add-on that you can add on to your policy that is for wellness and preventative care, but that works a little bit differently. Wellness and preventative care is going to be more of a fixed benefit schedule because any pet parent can plan for those annual expenses, for those vaccines, for that routine dental. So this is a way to help plan finances as well, in a sense? Exactly. And our wellness plan is definitely more of a discount plan to help you save money on those annual expenses, whereas our accident, illness, and injury coverage is meant to cover more of the bulk of those because that's where you're going to see the really large vet bills. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of which, I'm sure there you are at a cocktail party because you go to so many of those, I'm sure. (laughs) And, and, And people say, oh, you're a veterinary technician and darn it, veterinary expenses are so high. And they complain and they complain and you say, well, I've, I've, you get pet insurance and that'll pay for part of it. And they say, that doesn't matter. It's still too high. What I argue is say uh, that a, our dogs, for example, get the same cancers mostly that we get. Mm-hmm. To treat a cancer in a person with surgery, the same chemotherapy drugs, a person needs more of it than a dog, but the same drug, the same expertise to provide all of this. Uh, would be for a person maybe a half a million dollars, maybe two or three million dollars, literally, literally. Now, you're not paying that, you know, but literally that's what we're talking. For a veterinarian to charge, yes, it may be $6,000 or something like that. That's a lot of money. But on the other hand, that's not a half a million dollars. Yeah. Um, I think it's a. I think veterinary medicine for... Medicine is actually a bargain 
relatively speaking. Yeah, it, it is a bargain when you're comparing it to human, you know, human health insurance. With that being said, right, I do think that the veterinarian industry has sort of taken off and expanding its technology and its treatments, especially when it comes to cancer, you know, in the last decade. And so I think a lot of people who, you know, grew up 15, 20, 30 years ago with pets may look at vet, you know, may look at vet expenses now and think, man, this has increased drastically. Well, it's increased drastically because we've also expanded those those technology that, you know, those technologies and, and how we treat those cancers. Um, but you're right, you know, when comparing it to health insurance, it is a bargain. And and even if six, seven thousand dollars, you know, it is a lot to treat cancer. That's what pet insurance is there for, right? What, what would be your we've got thirty seconds here. What would be your number one message? My number one message would be that insurance is complicated and we simplify it as much as possible so that you understand the coverage you're getting and what it means for your pet. And I bet there's a website you can send people to. Yes, you can visit www.figopetinsurance.com. You're able to get a quote. We also have an awesome blog and links to our social that go over much more um, on the topics that we spoke on today. And I'm fine with that. But what if you say, okay, I want to compare pet insurance companies. Is there a way to do that? Yeah, there's a couple different um, pet insurance review sites that put together a chart. There's also a chart on our website um, that compares FIGO with other top competitors and goes in depth as to which companies offer coverage for exam fees, which offer coverage for emergencies, so on and so forth. And that can be very, very helpful in finding which policy is right for you and your pet. A quick question here. Do... Oh, I can't read all of these. I'll just read one. Do vets get a referral fee for referring to specialists? So the primary care veterinarian does not get a referral fee. I can answer that. So Yep, yep. you are correct. Yep. Uh, what a pleasure to meet you in person. Jenna Carzoli, FIGO Pet Insurance. Thank you so much for coming down here. Thanks so much, Steve.